BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Pass picked off by CJ for Big three. Shot. Yes! And the Cougars take the lead. Top of the key three for TJ Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Coming off a dominating 33-point win over UNLV at Vivint Smart Home Arena this past Saturday, BYU was led in scoring by Dalton Nixon, who scored a career-high 17 points. And that performance also included going 3 of 3 from 3. Dalton wasn't the only Cougar feeling it from deep as BYU hit 14 threes in that game and finished the afternoon shooting 52%. From the perimeter, Alex Barcelo and Yoli Child each scored 13, and it was great to see Yoli able to go in that game and stay in the game after the leg cramps issue that he had a couple of days prior to at Utah. It was also nice to see Connor Harding have the game he did, scored 12 points off the bench, really looked confident in that game against the Run and Rebels. Well, now it's on to the 7-3 Wolfpack. BYU lost to Nevada last year in Reno in the season opener, if you'll remember. Gone from that team are the Martin Twins, who are now in the NBA, and both teams have new head coaches. Eric Musselman is now the head man at Arkansas, and Steve Alford is now the head coach in Reno. Uh, Jazz Johnson is one of the players that uh, you will have to pay attention to tonight. He is Nevada's uh, 5'10 guard. He leads the team in scoring with 18 points per game, and head coach Mark Pope talked about Jazz earlier in the week and just talked about how fast he is and how much pressure he puts on a defense because of his quickness, because of his athleticism and his ability to score. So that's certainly somebody uh, that you're going to want to pay close attention to tonight. The Wolfpack, they've won five in a row, and during that stretch, 6'5 guard Jalen Harris, who averages 18 points per game, is averaging 23 points per game, as well as seven rebounds along with six assists, and he's playing really well right now. Also someone you'll need to pay close attention to tonight. Now drawing that assignment tonight may be junior transfer Alex Barcelo. Alex is averaging 11 points, three rebounds, and two assists in his first season in Provo. He is a dynamic player, and as you'll hear in my pregame interview with him, he's all about the team. I asked Alex how pleased he was with the team's performance against UNLV. I was extremely pleased just because, you know, we came off of a tough tough rivalry loss that uh, killed us a little bit inside just because we wanted it so badly. But um, the the leadership that we have on this team uh, with the the upperclassmen, uh, it's just phenomenal. I mean, we, we came back uh, the day after Utah, and we were just wanting to work. You could see it in everyone's face. Like, that, that's not going to set us back for the rest of our season. We're, we're moving past that. We were up in the film. We, we killed film for quite a bit of time and, and just learned from all of the mistakes that were made. Um, and we really, went, after film, we came down to the court, and, and you could just see it in guys' faces. Like, we, we were flipping the page. We were turning the page and just moving on and wanting to get the next win. Um, and that's why I was, I was so proud of these guys uh, when we won that UNLV game by so much. It was just it was it was very pleasing to me just to see um, that this team can handle adversity um, in the right way and we can bounce back so quickly. Uh, it really shows the marks of a great team, and I think this team is phenomenal. Well, and you had that game in control really from the get-go. You had a big lead. But you, you never let the foot come off the gas pedal, and I thought that was one of the things that impressed me the most. No, no, definitely. We uh, we wanted to 
kind of make a statement, you know, um, that we're here to battle and we're here to fight uh, no matter who it is. So um, one loss isn't going to set us back, and we're going to keep fighting and we're going to keep battling because that's who we are as a team. How do you feel uh, about this team right now in terms of where it's at through 11 games? The game against Nevada will be game number 12. How do you evaluate where you guys are at at this point? Um, I think that we're in a we're in a good spot. Obviously, we're not where we want to be um, with with the goals that we have uh, in our mind for the rest of the season. But uh, just the the mentality that these guys work with every day, uh, coming in the gym and wanting to get better um, with the little things, the details of it, it just it just shows that that we're going to really have a great team. And I think that's why we're in a, we're a really good spot right now. How about for you personally, in terms of Cody's giving us the eye? Am, am I getting the wrap up sign already? Okay, all right, all right. I just want to make sure. Because if the coaches say it's time to wrap up, it's time to. <laughs> By the way, what are your thoughts on Coach Figure? I think he needs to wear sunscreen when he's in the sun. He gets too burnt. He was burnt the whole trip of Hawaii. And, uh, no, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a great coach. Uh, really really uh, brings the best out in all the players, and, and I love him. He's, I, I look at him like a father figure to me. How would you characterize your game at this point of the season right now? Really, I just I focus on winning, you know. Um, obviously, I came off of two years where I didn't play as much as I wanted to, um, and then I found out that I was getting my waiver late, but I've been working this, this whole summer before I got here, and then when I got here as hard as I could um, just every day and then trying to build chemistry with these guys just because I am a new, a new guy here. Um, just and anything that I could do to help this team win. I just, I just want to be the best basketball player that I can, um, whether that's knocking down some open shots. Getting, getting in a, a player on defense, uh, picking up the tempo, um, bringing, bringing up the energy or uh, making the extra pass, getting guys open. Just what, whatever I can do to help the team win, I, I, I want to do that. Well, and I think that's been obvious. I mean, you've picked your spots. Everybody knows what you're capable of doing. You know you could, you could score on every possession if you wanted to, yeah. but like you said, you may have a good look, but somebody else may have a better look. And I think it's been interesting to watch you kind of pick your spots on when you score, when you assist. Does that just come through the flow of a game, or how, how do you handle that, picking your spots? It does, definitely. Um, talking with this coaching staff, uh, Coach Pope, and, and the entire staff, I mean, just watching my game. I'm up in the film room with them all the time, um, just seeing how I can improve as a player uh, with the goals that I have. Just just the way that they talk to me and the way that they see the game, it's helped me kind of change like change. Uh, how I look at the game, just making the smartest play possible. That may not always be scoring the ball every single time. Making the simple play, making the extra pass, just however you can keep up with the flow of the game and keep the game flowing. Um, some games you may have nine points, some games you may have 17 points. Like yeah. it, it doesn't matter, and uh, that's just kind of what I've been focusing on just so I can be the smartest player that, that I can to help this team win um, just because I know that uh, when the team succeeds, individuals succeed and, and I I love this team, I would do anything for this team and, and I'm so happy to, to be here and blessed to be here it's, it's really been an amazing experience What do you guys know at this point about Nevada? Uh, Coach Pope had talked about uh, their guard their 5'10 guard jazz, super athletic super quick, mm. well, what else do you know about, the, about this Wolfpack team that you'll face? Uh, they're very guard heavy, uh, as well as Jazz. They have some other nice players like Harris, and, and uh, they're they're gonna push the tempo. They're gonna shoot the ball really well, and uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna come ready to play. And, and so are we. So I'm excited to see how these uh, we handle this, and and we're ready to go. We we just had a great practice, and uh, I know that our guys are gonna come to battle just like we do every single day. 
you've turned into quite the hype man, by the way. Some, we see all the videos. Sometimes it's before a game. Sometimes it's after the game. Where, where did this start? Um, it really started when I made the decision to come here, I think. Uh, I've always had that type of personality, just like get, getting guys going, getting guys riled up. But uh, just knowing uh, where I came from, um, and knowing that, like, I do only have two more years left of college. Obviously, I want to play professionally after. Um, but every time I step out on this court, when I made the decision to come here, I, I told myself that I was going to bring it and, and give it my all 110% um, whenever I stepped out on that court. So that's that's what I want to give myself, and that's what I want to give my teammates, and that's what I want to give the, the fans of Rock Nation. So I, I just, I, I'm just i so excited and, and blessed to be here. Well, and you've mentioned that a couple of times, just how you in, have enjoyed your time here. What's your favorite part about being part of this team? Oh, just uh, how close this team is. I mean, these guys really, like, they uh, – coming from where I was like these these guys have really shown me what a team is and just uh how great it is to be a part of a team um and, and such a great university you know it, it is a, a real blessing to be here and I'm gonna keep saying that probably <laughs> Alex thank you so much appreciate it uh it's been fun to watch can't wait to see what you do the rest of the season thanks for taking the time thank you of course it was Alex Barcelo. I, I really enjoyed talking with him. And one thing, sometimes you can tell the uh, how, how the the person is while you're listening to him talk. Sometimes you, you can tell somebody is is smiling or at least happy and positive. He had a smile on his face the whole time we were doing that interview. And when he talks about being grateful and excited to be a part of this team, that that is 100% legit. That is 100% him being honest about his situation. He loves the opportunity that he has been given here at BYU, the opportunity to play, the opportunity to play with these guys, and he is enjoying it. You heard him say it a couple of times, just how grateful he is for the opportunity to be a part of this program. And that's exactly what you're looking for. When you're, when you're looking for guys to come into your program, you want guys to come in that not only are going to be able to produce on the court, and he's certainly capable of doing that, but this is a guy that is, you heard it, is a team guy 100%. And, and I'm not kidding. For anybody that's watched this basketball team throughout the season, you can see exactly what type of talent Alex Barcelo has. This is a guy that if he wanted to, to try and take every shot, he could. I mean, he's that good. But that's not the way he is. That's not how he's wired. And he's getting guys involved. And some games he may have 13. Some games he may have 17. Some games he may have three. But at the end of the day, it's all about winning. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation with him. And, and I hope you did too. Uh, Alex Barcella, one of those guys that, uh, that I'm sure uh, Coach Pope uh, hoping can have a good night tonight against the Nevada Wolfpack. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we're going to head next door to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame Live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU and Nevada tonight from the Marriott Center. I did uh, debate whether or not to call it Nevada a couple of times, see how many people I could get commenting on Twitter that it's not Nevada. Uh, but it bugs me enough that I don't even want to say it, so I'm not going to say it again. 
Let's head over to the Marriott Center and uh, join our good friend. It's my good friend, but it's also your good friend. That's the thing about Mark Durant. If you know him, he's your friend. If you follow him on Twitter, he's also your friend. He's just that type of guy. Mark Durant joining us in our courtside conversation. Hello, Mark. Hey, that's that's why I try not to know a lot of people because I don't want I don't want any more. You got pride. enough friends. I, you don't. I got need enough it. friends. I can't I can't do stuff with the friends I got. So sorry, you. you if you're not my friend by now. I mean, maybe I could squeeze you in, but we'll see. We'll see. By the way, Trump says Nevada, so <laughs> that's reason enough either to say it or not to say it, wherever you, wherever you feel about it. Here's my question to you. Had I constantly called it Nevada, how how quickly would you have gotten angry with me? <laughs> I would have loved it, man. I, lo- I was like, how, how long is Jason going with this? This is good. I'm debating, you know, next time BYU plays Oregon, I'm going to call it Oregon, Oregon just to see how many people I can get to, uh, to be upset with it. All right, something definitely not upset with, and that was BYU's performance against UNLV. And here's what impressed me most about that dominating victory. BYU never let up. They, they dominated that game from the get-go, and they, they never stopped. They never allowed the Rebels to get anything going. I thought that was great to see really was i mean they took all the life out of the rebels who just come off a big win conference win on the road and feeling pretty good about themselves and byu just demoralized them and i think if i'm coach pope and you have a you know 20-ish point lead at halftime i don't even talk to my i, I just go in at halftime on the chalkboard and write utah that's all i would I'll put this is a reminder that no lead is safe and i think they kind of figured that out and learned from that debacle on the hill and, and just kept playing hard, kept attacking and kept doing the things that got them the lead in the first place. That that was pretty that was pretty good butt, butt kick in there that they gave uh, UNLV and uh, that that uh, I was so impressed with that coming off that loss cuz that Utah loss can really destroy you as a player. I mean, that, that that's something that can really affect a team and to bounce back in that way and they, I was just really proud of the guys, happy for the guys, and you know, it gave me hope going forward that this team can be really good. Coach Pope mentioned transition defense as an area that he wants to see improved, and, and that was something obviously that hurt BYU against Utah. How would you improve that aspect of the Cougars' game right now? Well, BYU has trouble when teams – get downhill on them and what that means is they have momentum going forward and then trying to stop that player from then getting to the rim it's hard to stop a guy when he's coming at you full speed if you're within a few feet of him like in half court defense uh, it's easier to turn him it was really interesting you know the end of the first half against utah jones they they were running uh, at the end of the half they were running a play and rather than Jones just kind of starting the play at the top of the key, he deliberately dribbled the ball back to half court so he could get a running start at BYU's defense, and he blew by the defense, scored an easy layup. That, that's been the problem for BYU is letting teams in transition or in half court offense get ahead of steam, and then they can't turn them. What they did much better the other night in, was the initial turn in transition, stopping the ball from moving down the floor, just becoming a wall and stopping it, but then when they do get beat, especially in half-court offense, they had some really good help. Yoli in particular was good help. He did not have to guard his man. Uh, you can't get away with that every game. But he was just being a rim protector. So even if BYU did get beat, Yoli was there to stop them and turn them. And as a result, 
you go from one game where it was a layup drill and a fast break drill for Utah to UNLV, UNLV not getting anything. That's a pretty dramatic turnaround, yeah. and I think it was a recognition of the weakness and addressing it and guys that are smart enough to learn and figure out how to, to make your kind of weaknesses strong if you want to go all ether on me. But uh, I, I really liked what I saw from BYU. Again, it changes from game to game and personnel to personnel, but that is a weakness for BYU. To, so to see them address it in such a successful fashion was, uh, was pretty gratifying and, again, gave me hope for being able to compete against those types of teams in the future. It was also fantastic to see, first of all, Yoli was able to go after the leg cramp issue at Utah. So the fact that he was able to go was a great sign. Then he was able to play all of the minutes that he needed to play. And, and I've been impressed, at least from the outside looking in, how seamless he has been integrated into the past two games. You know, we wondered, like, how how certainly everybody knows each other's games, but when you play nine games without somebody, there's got to be some sort of a grace period where you got to work some things out. I haven't really noticed a whole lot of that. I've been pretty pleased with that. Where have you noticed the biggest changes with this offense or defense, just this team in general, with Yoli back? Where, where have you noticed any changes? Well, I think uh, Colby Lee's role has changed. That's gonna, it's going to be the hardest for Colby and Dalton to kind of figure out where they fit in along with Yoli. But, you know, I think Dalton, you know, had a really nice game, so he's Career figuring high. it out. But uh, I was worried that Yoli would just be – he would be kind of a stopper of the offense, a kind of a black hole-ish, that he would need the touch – and then he would kind of bang and bang and just try and score, which he certainly can do, and there's times for that. But I've been really pleased with how Yoli has been so good at turning the ball and kicking it out and kicking across court when the double comes, finding the open man, popping to the perimeter. Uh, if you've got a four-man that can shoot the three like Yoli or Dalton are right now, that makes it super hard for defenses. And so where I thought Yoli might get a little sticky in the offense and kind of Take, take the BYU out of that ball movement that we've seen that they've done so well in getting the open three looks. He's actually been really good at it and has fit in nicely. So I think as far as the offense goes, I think it's been a seamless transition. There's a couple individual players that will need to figure out what their role is now that Yoli's back. But, I mean, the team has been so much better with Yoli on the floor. Obviously in Utah he was unstoppable. And uh, against UNLV he was, you know, he made everybody around him better and was – and, and another thing he brings to the team is just the rebounding ability. I mean, BYU sorely missing rebounding, offensive rebounding. Yoli is a guy that can take up a lot of space and get and rebound out of his area. And uh, so that makes it a lot harder for teams, you know, to get those easy second-chance points. So, I mean, BYU is just clearly a much better team with Yoli on the floor. And, and uh, you hated to see him go out of that Utah yeah. game. But the fact that he could play most of the game against UNLV, it seems like it was just a one-time issue and something – that they can address and make sure that he's, you know, got the got the fluids and the electrolytes or whatever he needs before games. Now that now that they've identified it as a possible problem, I think it'll be fairly easy to address it, and and he'll be on the floor because BYU needs him on the floor. You mentioned Dalton, and certainly not just because of the career high seventeen that he had against UNLV, but Dalton has been fantastic this entire season. And I thought it was interesting, and Coach Pope has brought this up a couple of different times about how Dalton Nixon is the ultimate team guy that, you know, this was this is a guy that this season has been playing unbelievable basketball and, oh, by the way, now that Yoli's back, I'm going to take your starting spot. I'm going to give it, you know, and but, but Dalton has not flinched. 
He's not complained. He's gone out and just continued to do what he does. And I think that deserves some big-time props for him having this type of season. And it's been really from the get-go. He, he has had a phenomenal start to this year. He really has. And, you know, I, I feel a special kinship with Dalton. I know his, his family very well. I played with his father, Kevin. But I feel like I was a Dalton Nixon type player. And that's kind of an insult to him and a compliment to me. But he just, how he plays, he plays hard, he plays smart. Obviously, much better shooter than me, uh, but you know he's a threat from the three. I played, you know, I was that same size. And, and anyway, I just like how he plays. And it's, it, you know, I several times was starting, and then I wasn't starting. And you know, that, that's a turbulent time for a, a player. You want you want to start, you want all those things, and, and to be able to put the team first and you know perform, coming off the bench and being a spark. I mean, I I just like Dalton a lot. He's he's a great individual marvelous young man and uh, you like to see good things happen for him but he makes good things happen for himself because of how hard he works and i just love the way he's shooting the three like i said before with him and yoli at that four spot being able to spread the floor and step out and shoot the three like that that really creates a lot of problems and is a big part of why BYU you should you shoot such a good percentage from the three-point line so love dalton keep it up brother and you know he might be more effective in that role coming off the bench right. than he was uh, starting so we'll see how it goes for dalton Last thing, Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen, and Orm proudly present keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game against the uh, Nevada Wolfpack team? Different team than what BYU saw last year, but BYU is not the same team they were last year either. What are your keys uh, against this Nevada team or the Nevada team? Yeah, I, I, see, uh, I see them similar to Virginia Tech in that, uh, you know, it's not a big team. It's not, you know, they shoot a lot of threes, and they're good shooters. I mean, Jazz Johnson... It's like second in the country in made threes. So he's shooting almost 58% in the last five games. So Jazz and uh, Jalen Harris, really good guards, really good shooting guards. So I'm going to go with whoever gets the most threes out of Jalen and Jazz. I just like saying Jazz Johnson. It is And cool. uh, TJ and Jake. That's going to be the team that's got the advantage because both teams like to shoot the three. And if your two best guys make more threes than their two best guys, that's a W. I like it. Mark, great stuff as always. Uh, thanks for the time, and we'll hear you with Greg in just a few minutes. All right, thanks, Jason. There you go. Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. We'll take a quick timeout, come back, give you a couple of scores from top 25 college basketball action, and then we'll wrap things up and send you back to the Marriott Center. Cougar pregame live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. BYU and Nevada coming your way in just a little bit. About 35 minutes from right now, we'll have the tip-off at the Marriott Center right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Also following this game tonight locally, the Utah State Aggies at home hosting the Firebirds of St. Catherine. We'll follow that game throughout the night. Don't forget, BYU's next game will be against Utah State Saturday at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Another game at the home of the Utah Jazz. Coming up next, we're going to get you back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. (music) 
It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now, let's head back to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah. Tonight, the BYU Cougars facing their third of five Mountain West Conference opponents this season, hosting the Nevada Wolfpack for the first time in 25 years. I'm Greg Grubel. I'll have tonight's play-by-play call alongside my broadcast partner of 23 years, the former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant. And the last time BYU played Nevada on the Marriott Center hardwoods, Mark, you were in the lineup. So, yeah, it's been a little while. I was since a W then. Since these two teams have played. I don't even played. have to ask. Uh, tonight's game uh, is pretty big uh, for BYU. The Wolfpack on a roll. New head coach Steve Alford has a good record against BYU all time. And the Cougs followed this one with Utah State. So a uh, pretty crucial week for the boys in blue. Yeah, I once had a religion teacher, Greg, that t- told me that I'd rather be one step out of hell going in the right direction than a thousand miles away going in the wrong direction. It's all about trajectory, baby. you got to be going the right direction. BYU, after that UNLV game, is really going the right direction. you got to take care of business on your home floor against a team like Nevada. You can't have a slip-up. Then you go to that Utah State game. That's a real opportunity to get a big win up at the uh, Vivint Center again, and that's where they play well. But you just can't have any slip-ups at this point. Keep that trajectory going the right direction. It starts tonight. You were pretty confident that uh, BYU won that game against Nevada back in uh, 1994. Your senior me. season, your senior year, BYU got a 54 to 46 halftime lead and went on to win 96 to 80. Piece of cake. Kind of a quiet night for you. <laughs> Every night was a quiet night for me. <laughs> you played 25 minutes and you scored a point with a couple of <laughs> rebounds, three assists, countless. Good screen set Listen. and a lot of hustle. A lot of 50-50 balls were won that day, I'm sure. See, you're, you're showing your basketball ignorance to <laughs> discount my value by how many points I scored. No, it's, it's all about the intangibles. It always was with you because the tangibles were like a little harder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll come back with uh, Coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Back inside the Marriott Center in Provo tonight, 7-4. BYU hosting 7-3 Nevada. Two Ken Palm top 100 teams facing off. The Wolfpack playing for a sixth straight win. BYU looking to make it back-to-back wins after demolishing UNLV on the weekend. Our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope is brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And in Nevada, Coach Pope's guys are preparing for a high-powered backcourt led by Jazz Johnson and a team that shoots the three almost as well as the Cougars. Yeah, these guys are shooting it uh, like nobody. Um, and they're doing it in a different way. You know, they they um, can create shots for themselves a lot. Uh, they're running off screens and running off staggers and, and taking hard shots. And, uh, and then they have a... You know, if the starting three is really able to kind of uh, take pull-ups off the off transition and off the bounce, and um, they have a four-man that comes in the game and is a catch-and-shoot guy, but he gets out of his hands really, really quickly. Uh, they're a good team, and they're they're playing 
incredibly confident right now. They're on a big-time roll, and they feel like they can probably walk in and beat anybody. So this is a great game for us. They've won five in a row right now and are scoring the ball really well. Last couple of wins, they've scored almost uh, 200 points between the two games. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's not easy. You know, We talked about it earlier, especially at Air Force, to go into Air Force and score 100. I don't know if it's ever been done in the history of basketball before. And and uh, so they're they're really confident right now. They're playing with great pace. They're really efficient offensively. And it's a, it's a tough challenge. It's going to be fun. They've shot a lot of free throws last couple of games. That goes for their opponents, too. They fouled 26 times at Air Force. Yeah. Uh, they are... Uh, you know, it's interesting because they lost most of their personnel from last year and they lost their head coach. But when you watch them on film, the more I watch them over the last couple of days, uh, the more they feel like last year's team in terms of being so physical and so kind of relentless pursuit of the ball. And it seems like they come up with every 50-50 ball. And they have a toughness mentality right now that is uh, probably, the you know, along with making shots, probably the key to them playing so well right now. So... We expect this to be a really, really physical game. As long as we engage in it, it's going to be really physical. And, uh, you know, you, 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 you count 50-50 balls tonight, and I think that's going to be just as important as made and miss threes. You're coming off a game that wasn't like the game you're describing right now. Yeah, uh, this is different. You know, it was interesting, um, you know, because we, we do have a starting four and five that, that stay around the rim defensively as we figure out defensive schemes. So that's similar. The difference is is that uh, the talented scorers from UNLV, that, with the exception of the point guard, they were dying to get to the rim. Uh, these three backcourt players are the opposite. They're dying to get to the three-point line. And so we won't have the convenience and the luxury of having uh, quite as much of a crowd that guys are playing in. There's going to be a little bit more space, and that's something we're going to have to handle and deal with. Could or should Yo be a difference maker then tonight? Well, we're going to need to exploit him in the block. Uh, that's going to be really important. He's going to have to be great in transition defense. He's going to have to be great in ball screen defense. We're going to switch some one through four with him in the game, so he'll have to be great doing that. It's going to be really important, but we should have an advantage with him on a block. You'll, as you watch the game, you'll see that they come monster from the baseline. As soon as you catch, they take away middle vision and uh, encourage you, trick you uh, into turning baseline, and they have a double coming right there, and it's mm-hmm. caused teams a lot of problems. And so that's something Yoli's aware of, and he's going to have to manage that. But uh, we expect to get him the ball from the top a little bit where it's harder to come double and and uh, and, and, and for him to make some, some real progress for us there. And hopefully he also gets involved in transition, uh, pushing the ball down the floor, kind of leading the break. Those are two where, uh, places on the offensive end of the floor where he could really be a factor. And vision alone has been a strong suit for him, right? Yeah, I mean, he's come out uh, his first two games being so incredible, versatile in his offensive game and uh, making simple plays and finding the open guy and being really, really, really free with the ball in terms of, uh, you know, his pop rule has been off the charts. And so um, I expect that to continue. It's part of what's making him such a special player and how he's grown his game. Big week for BYU, and it starts tonight, right? Yeah, another one. I mean, last week was a huge okay. week. The week before was a huge week. The week before that was a huge week. We, we've lived in huge weeks. Uh, I don't know if we've had not a huge week since we started the season, so this is another one. We're excited to have it. Coach Pope, good luck. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. That is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. 
Brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center in Provo for BYU and Nevada. Second game of a home-and-home that opened with a season opener last year in Reno. The Wolfpack won that one going away, and that was a ranked conference championship team out of UNR. Very different from the one that uh, BYU will see tonight, but this season's Nevada team is uh, picking up steam coming off three wins in a row. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Our statistician, BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson. Jason Shepard's our studio host. Our control board operator is Tanner Rawl. Our coordinating producer is Terry South. Our BYU Radio engineer, Barry Squires. Our BYU Radio interns, Jeffrey Carroll at BYU Radio. And Nate Slack here at the Marriott Center. Good to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, it's been a long time since Yoli Childs last played a home game. It was March 2nd of this year. Yoli went for 29 points, 13 rebounds, four block shots, and a win over San Diego. Since his return to the team at Utah last week, he has a 29-point game and a double-double in the other game. So, Mark, he's more or less uh, picked up where he left off. Uh, where do you think he may even be better? I really like his three-point shot. It seems He's always been good, but he seems to be really dialed in from three. Uh, I like he, he, you see him working a lot on kind of a push runner, that mid-range shot where he's coming in transition, doesn't want to pick up a charge, pull up for a little 10-footer. It's a nice little shot for him. It's always been good back to the basket. What I do like is he, he, he doesn't seem to be forcing things. The shots, he, he's being, he's, he's scored a lot of points, but he's actually being unselfish. He's taking open shots. He's taking good shots. And I also like uh, a commitment, I think, to defense. And you saw him in that UNLV game, very active in the help defense and created a lot of problems for UNLV. So there was some room for improvement for Yoli. Not a whole lot, but he's. He, I think he's really done a nice job getting ready to play and is ready to play and playing at a very high level. Indeed. Coming up, we hear from Nevada Director of Player Development, Corey Alford, as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Marriott Center and the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. We look ahead to BYU and Nevada. The Wolfpack led by first-year head coach Steve Alford coming over to Reno after five-plus seasons at UCLA. His son, Corey, is UNR's director of player development. And we talked a short time ago here at Courtside about what's uh, working for the Wolfpack during their current five-game win streak. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for us was our guards kind of taking over a leadership role. Or They're veteran, they've been around, and once the Davidson game happened, they kind of came together and took it on their shoulders to kind of lead the young guys kind of on and off the court with just the preparation it takes in the film room, with walkthroughs and practice, and just kind of taking everything seriously and helping everybody understand their roles. And that's been exciting to see starting in the Virgin Islands, and then we carried it back home and then took it on this road trip. So hopefully we can continue that tonight. BYU opened last season in Reno, but not a lot from that film serves tonight because uh, so few guys are back on the Nevada side, and BYU looks different too. Yeah, it's two new coaching staffs and uh, a whole lot of new uh, roster pieces, so 
not a ton to take from that. I think Jazz Johnson was the one player that played in that game, so yeah. he has a little bit of experience playing against some of these guys. But other than that, there's not a whole lot to take from it. And then Jazz also has some uh, BYU experience uh, with his Portland days too. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Jazz is Jazz has been around for a while. We we put a lot on his shoulders. He's a great scorer for us, and he's been around this these two leagues and played a lot. He goes from sixth man of the year to putting himself in the mix as a as a regular All Conference player this year with the Sharties head. Yeah, Jazz has been very exciting for us as a coaching staff. Just one because we value shooting, but the kid just loves it. He's always in the gym, tireless worker, and he's kind of our motor. We we follow his lead. He never takes a play off on either side of the floor, and Jazz has just been a joy to coach for us. Yeah, you say tireless worker, and that uh, it's not just off the. I mean, he'll he'll run people around. He seems tireless. Yeah, he he's a guy who we want taking a ton of shots and then also guarding one of their best players, and so that's a. That's a lot to handle, and he's going to play 34, 35 minutes a game, and it's a lot, but he, he takes care of his body, and he puts the work in in the offseason. That's why he's able to do what he can do. Between point guards and wings, a great matchups tonight, right? Very good. There's a lot of talent on this floor and a lot of, of veteran talent. And in college basketball, it doesn't get much better than that. Who do you compare Yoli Childs to, maybe? Yoli Childs is a very unique player. We, we just played uh, Scotty from Air Force, who is a tough matchup for us, but Yoli's even tougher. He's... He just got that big body. We don't really have a player on our roster that fits that mold. He's athletic. He's versatile. He can score in many different ways. And so that's been a focus for us, just kind of how we're going to stop him tonight. Um, but that'll be a challenge for us for sure. Your dad's got a winning record against BYU all time. Is there anything that kind of carries over about the program that you think serves him and the staff well when it comes to playing a BYU team? No, I think it's just a familiarity with even just being in this building, um, playing in a front of a crowd like this. We played here back at New Mexico, um, actually sealed up a Mountain West championship here back when they were in the league. But there's been some great battles over the years, back with Jimmer and all those guys. It's been a lot of fun. Um, back then it was New Mexico and now it's Nevada, but same type of feel coming in here. You told me that you personally have not been in this building until this trip. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's a very cool arena. It's got the kind of the rep arena feel with the, all the seats, and it'll be fun once the people get in here and the energy's here. But It'll be good for our guys to play in front of an environment like this and a, a true test for sure. And a good schedule game for both teams, right? Absolutely. A great home-and-home home that hopefully we can continue to schedule in the future because it's definitely a lot of fun that helps both teams. All right, Corey, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Greg. That is Nevada Director of Player Development, Corey Alford. And time now for our You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Tonight, here's a BYU basketball trivia question for you all. Who holds the record for most points scored by a BYU player in his freshman season? So the freshman season scoring record is held by whom? The answer coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Nevada coming up. First up, the answer in tonight's UB the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. BYU basketball trivia question for you tonight was, who holds the BYU record for most points scored by a freshman? So we're looking for the freshman BYU scoring record. And uh, you know, probably a lot of very good candidates for this. We've had some great freshmen over the years. Uh, would your brother have been in the mix for a possible answer uh, there? He certainly started and scored well, but I'm I'm going with the all-time greatest freshman, Danny 
freaking Ainge. <laughs> Danny Ainge is the only freshman to have scored 600-plus points for BYU. Danny Ainge holds the freshman record for BYU scoring at 632. That is correct. Time for our last break. Last words before tip-off are coming your way next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. All right, we've got BYU and Nevada coming up here at the Marriott Center in uh, Provo, Utah, the BYU campus. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you. And, Mark, one of the uh, main reasons for improvement on this BYU team this year to this point has been uh, three-point shooting. It's been tremendous. Yeah, really, really good. I mean, uh, everybody's shooting seems above 40%, and uh, that's a good formula for this team, good formula for winning, shooting a lot, making a lot pretty nice and it's not just three-point shooting it seems that there are a lot of ingredients for success on this year's BYU basketball team it's coming together yeah I mean I like it you add Yoli the mix and it seems to be seamless I mean they're even so much better with him so it's fun to watch all right tip off coming up on the new skin BYU Sports Network